Our great example and instructor in prayer is the Lord Jesus Christ. In God's Word, we find everything we need to develop a life of prayer. Join Scott Pauley today as we study the Bible together. He was an evangelist. He was a pastor. He was a teacher. He was an apostle. And he was under inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God. His name is Paul. I'm looking forward to meeting him someday. Uh, but though we don't have the Apostle Paul now, we do have ministers. We have pastors, and we have teachers, and we have evangelists. And let me just speak as one for a moment. God's servants need the prayers of God's people. And so we're walking through the New Testament to discover seven specific prayer requests that the Apostle Paul gave as it related to himself and to others in the Lord's work, others who are leading in the local New Testament church. And uh, I'm going to challenge you to make this list, if you will. Put it in your Bible somewhere. Uh, put it on a prayer list in your home for your family. And we'll have seven of them. And when you're done, you can take one a day, if you so choose, and every day pray something definite directly from the Word of God uh, for those who are ministering the Word of God to you. Let's begin in Romans chapter 15. Romans chapter 15 and verse number 30, we read these words. Now I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake and for the love of the Spirit that ye strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from them that do not believe in Judea, and that my service, which I have for Jerusalem, may be accepted of the saints, that I may come unto you with joy by the will of God, and may with you be refreshed. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. You'll notice the very similar tone and even wording to what he said in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 when he said, Brethren, pray for us. And here he says, I beseech you, brethren. And he goes a step further. He says, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake and for the love of the Spirit. In other words, the minister's not just asking prayer for his own sake. He's asking prayer for the sake of the cause of Christ and for the work that the Holy Spirit wants to do. You see, the work of the local church and the work of any preacher and the work of prayer is bigger than any one of us. We're all a part of something bigger than ourselves. Aren't you glad to be a part of the greatest thing going on on planet Earth? It's called the work of God through the local New Testament church. And so he says, I need your prayers. And he uses very strong language in Romans 15. He says that you strive together. Now strive is a fighting word. It's a, it's a word that reminds you that there's an enemy that there's a fight on, there's a war being waged. And so what are we praying? Here's the first thing. Would you write it down somewhere? First, we should pray that God will protect the pastor from every enemy. And I'm going to tell you, there are a lot of enemies. Now there's the devil, of course. He's the, the chief, the arch enemy of the work of God is behind all of it. But there are lots of enemies. As a matter of fact, he says in verse 31, that I may be delivered from them that do not believe in Judea. In other words, sometimes uh, it is human beings uh, that become the devil's mouthpiece. And sometimes it's not only those who don't believe, sometimes it's those who profess to be believers. Occasionally the greatest enemies that a preacher has are those right inside the church itself. Uh, even the Lord Jesus, 
the first pastor had that to deal with when he had to look at one of his members one day and say, Get thee behind me, Satan. I'm telling you, there are occasions where even God's people stand up, and they're not opposing man. What they don't understand is they're really opposing the work of the Lord. Paul prayed something similar in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 2. He said, Pray that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. So one of the things we're praying for is we're praying a hedge of protection around God's servant. You should pray for your pastor physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Pray that God will keep him and protect him from the wicked one. Pray that God will protect him from discouragement. I love the phrase here. He says, strive together with me in your prayers to God for me. In other words, we're in this thing together. So every time you pray for someone, you're entering into their battle. You're taking your place on the front lines with them. And I tell you, pastors are in the heat of the battle. And if I may give you one footnote before we move on, not only should you pray for protection for your pastor, you should pray for protection for his own family. That's the thing the pastor loves most on earth. That's his first ministry. That's his first flock. And do you understand that if a pastor's family gets disrupted and division comes, it is going to hinder not only his family, but the entire work of God and bring reproach. So first, from Romans 15, we learn that we should pray for our leaders that God will protect them from every enemy. Now with that in mind, let me give you the second one because it goes hand in hand. It's found in Ephesians chapter 6. In Ephesians 6, the Apostle Paul says in verse 18, "...praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints." And I love the, the alls here, the always. That's praying at all times. All prayer. Uh, that's uh, praying with dependence on the Holy Spirit. Then all perseverance. That's praying with all faith and endurance. And then for all saints. Well, could I remind you that pastors are part of the all saints? He goes on in verse 19 to say, And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am also an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. So not only should you pray for your pastor's protection, but you should pray for God to prepare and use your pastor as he gives the word of God. Specifically, these are things I pray for my own life before I get up to preach, and I've made a habit of praying them for other men before they preach. I pray that God will give utterance. What does that mean? It means liberty. Pray that God will give them a certain unction and, and liberty to speak whatever God says needs to be said. And then, notice the use of the word boldness. He says it twice in verse 19 and again in verse 20. Pray that I may open my mouth boldly. And then he says, pray that I may speak boldly. You see, if you want a preacher to get up and preach boldly, and we do, then we ought to pray for that boldness. Enter into the throne room of God and boldly ask the Lord to give your pastor boldness. That's one thing that you ought to pray for, for God's servant. And could I remind you that this prayer request in Ephesians 6 is set in the context of spiritual conflict. It's in the same passage that says, put on the whole armor of God. You see, you're entering into the battle with your pastor. And every time he stands to declare the Word of God, he's in a battle. So not only should you pray for him before he preaches, uh, don't wait for Sunday, start now. But even while he's preaching, occasionally spiritual people will sense that the pastor's really laboring in a message. Uh, that's a moment for spiritual people just to quietly bow their head and pray for him. And pray even as he preaches. 
that God will use him and give him utterance and give him boldness. You may not be a preacher, but you can be a prayer. And as a prayer, you can help the preacher and all of those that he's ministering to. And I'll give you this one closing thought. I promise you, you're going to get more out of your pastor's preaching if you'll pray for him. Would you make it your business today to pray for the man of God? Would you pray that God will protect him, that God will prepare him, and that God will use him with all power and all boldness? Thank you for joining us for today's study. We deeply appreciate your prayers for this work and hope that you'll visit our website, scottpauley.org, where you'll have an opportunity to invest in the gospel. Would you consider giving a gift to help us extend God's word to others? You'll also find many other encouraging resources. Our prayer for you is that with Christ, you will enjoy the journey.